Welcome to the podcast From the Alps to the Rockies. It's part of the celebration of 75 years of diplomatic relations between Switzerland and Canada. The Swiss Embassy in Ottawa and the Consulates General in Montreal and Vancouver are pleased to offer you a series of podcasts between July 1st and August 1st, the respective national days of the two countries. The broadcasts will feature speakers from Switzerland and Canada who will discuss various aspects of collaboration from the Swiss Alps to the Canadian Rockies. Welcome to today's podcast episode. My name is Nina Bader and I work at the Swiss Consulate in Vancouver. Today I'm talking with entrepreneur and Swiss abroad Johann Rodwi about his event TEDx Abbotsford, which will take place on November 18 and 19. Johann, welcome to today's episode. But before we talk about the event, tell us a bit about yourself and your story. Why did you come to Canada? Well, hi, Nina, and thanks for having me today in this uh, podcast. As you say, my name is Johan. I'm originally from Valais in Switzerland, and I came here a long time ago, like in my early 20s, especially for my studies. Uh, I did my studies here, um, university studies, and that's why I moved first here to Canada, and then I found uh, my wife here, and that's why I stayed in Canada. Uh, and that was like quite a while ago. Uh, and then while I was doing my studies here, I wanted to do a, do a PhD and, and um, was applying in different places in the UK mainly. And I was supposed to go to the UK and that was during the Olympics in 2010. Uh, and then some event happened here and um, I had family members that came to visit uh, and we talked about doing PhD and then I was kind of convinced to, to look into do a PhD in Switzerland. So my wife and I moved to Switzerland. We were there for eight years at the University of Zurich. And then I worked many, uh, many years here at the university at the Faculty of Medicine in, in Ethics and Medicine. And then we decided to move back to Canada about two years ago. And it was mainly family reason. We had the chance to welcome our little guy who was born here in Canada uh, in September two years ago. And what are you doing now? Are you still involved with the university or um, where are you active? I'm still uh, affiliated with the University of Zurich with the Institute of Bioethics. So I have a research affiliation, but I haven't done much research anymore. Um, I've been uh, committed fully to uh, uh, my business. So the headquarter of the business is in Switzerland, in Sion, in Switzerland. And we have a branch here in, in Canada. Um, and this has been, uh, it's a three years business. Um, it's been growing, it's been growing nicely. And then uh, it was also a, a way for, for me to, to be kind of any, anywhere in the world and, and we can work from, from anywhere. The business is uh, fully decentralized and online. So this, uh, this is a good way for us to be in Canada and still work with Switzerland as well. So you're rather innovative and you come up with a lot of new ideas, innovative ideas and events. And one of it is TEDx Abbotsford that the Swiss consulate in Vancouver is sponsoring. How did this event come about? Well, first of all, like a big thank you to the, to the consulate team to, um, to be a sponsor for this event. Personally, I thought that was amazing when I got the logo from the consulate and uh, that was the logo, that was the Swiss flag. I was like, oh, this is, a, this is both funny and, and a real honor. I thought when we put it on the on flyers and website, I was like, oh, this is cool. The, the Swiss flag as a sponsor. It's quite unique. 
And here again, the story is also a story between Canada and Switzerland. So I've been involved with TEDx event in Switzerland for many years. And when we were doing one in Switzerland, my, my sister-in-law came to, um, to visit. She was there and she's Canadian and she was there and she helped us for the, for the day of the event. And she really loved it. And she, she thought like, oh, maybe we should, um, while talking to her, we thought about bringing one back here to, uh, to the Fraser Valley here in Abbotsford. And the reason too was I, I used to come back here quite often, probably once or twice a year. And we knew there was a university here, the University of the Fraser Valley. And we thought the connection between a university and a TEDx event is, um, is usually like a given uh, and quite important. So we thought, yeah, let's, let's launch one here. Uh, and my sister-in-law, Tiffany, uh, has been the, the head licensee of the, of the event. And she's been doing it for, for three years. And now since I've been back, I've been, uh, been kind of helping because um, I like to be part of that community. It's a community of innovators and um, entrepreneurs and new ideas. And I think it's a good place. Um, it's a good place to be and to be connected with. So for a lot of event planners, the year 2020 has been rather difficult. How did you cope with the, the difficult circumstances of COVID-19 with this event? Did you have to make any changes? Yeah, so we had to make uh, like every type of event big, big changes. We were starting uh, in January, uh, of course, very enthusiastic of, of what the year will be like. And then COVID happened. So it, it changed everything we were we were planning um so we put everything on hold for for a long time yeah and then we decided to still to still going and and um to going to go digital we've done uh event online before so that wasn't too much of a of a change or a challenge let's say to to change it and to move it online it was a still a big change because uh ted and tedx event are usually a quite an experience to live it's not just an event where you listen or but it's good to be part of and there's uh, workshops um, breakout sessions during the event but due to COVID we decided to go online that was one of the main change and the second one we decided to launch TED's, uh, TED Circle that's a small group event and we meet monthly uh, online pretty simple concept we watch a TEDx uh, TED or TEDx talk and then we have a conversation about it. So uh, we we break the groups into uh, breakout rooms, uh, breakout groups online, and then uh, we have a guided discussion. And the idea is really to um, to reinforce this idea of conversing with people that don't necessarily have the same ideas as you do. We think there's something to gain to uh, to listen to uh, to someone with a different background, different ideas and to uh, create a conversation um, and we frame the event into a conversation framework instead of a debate the goal is really not to uh, to come with the right solution or the right um, answer but to to meet others and to have a conversation about around ideas and a ted talk so this was the the main changes this year and the challenges due to covid how was the feedback so far in the TED circles? Because I find the, the concept rather interesting because usually people look for people who have the same ideas and the same mindset. And you say now this is for people actually with opposite mindset, sometimes opposite ideas and to get together and to talk about it. How is the feedback on that so far? Well, we do frame the, the event in a way that it won't be a, a confrontation. So it's really about listening. Uh, what the other are saying 
so the feedback has been, I think, pretty good in, in that sense to create, um, yeah, I think it becomes more and more important in this polarized society we live in where you can see someone say something and suddenly there's someone else misunderstand it and then it's it just polarized toward extreme views and misunderstanding and we can see this all over social media and so we're trying to be the opposite to take time to listen and to to understand what the other person is saying and i think it's good to it's a good way to to strengthen communities to meet with other people from the community and because i think that's the danger with also with online communities but not only it's that you create just like a social bubble where you only talk to people that are like you and here we try to break those barriers but it's still it is still a bit of a a challenge because obviously there's only some sort of people that would agree in the first place to come to a TED circle so in that sense it's kind of reduce a little bit the, the diversity of it unfortunately but TED Circle were meant to be at first, I think, to be uh, in person, and then you'll have other type of people that could join. But because again, because of COVID, we we do it uh, the best we can with uh, with an online alternative. Going back to TEDx Abbotsford, the 2020 version, what can we expect this year, and what are some of the highlights of this year's event? Well, the highlight is, as you probably suspect, will be a Swiss speaker, right? Uh, so we will have. Dr. Jenny Moore, she's, um, she's from Switzerland and she's the director of the Institute of Sustainability of BCIT. So that's the British Columbia Institute of Technology uh, here in Vancouver. So that would be a, one of the highlights, of course, for, for us. That being said, the other speakers are also really good. I think we have a great list of speakers. There's be a lot of, of diversity for, for the communities. And we try to look at, to uh, find, find ideas and people that can uh, give us some some new take on on ideas or and to help us navigate the changes all of our communities are, are facing so we'll have of course a, a speaker um, talking about coronaviruses and challenge of, of pandemic we'll have an indigenous student who is actually she's her mother was indigenous is indigenous and her dad is um uh, Dutch descent, and uh, I think her background will, will will enable her to give a fascinating talk that will help us navigate between those two worlds um, that Canadians are in. Um, uh, on the one hand, settlers communities, and on the other hand, indigenous communities, and how do you move forward as a as one uh, one country? So I think that's going to be one of the a very good talk to help navigate these challenges, and then we'll have uh, an entrepreneur. She has become a full-time entrepreneur now. She had a lot of side hustles in, uh, before. Uh, now she's a full-time entrepreneur and she has a chocolate company. So I think here, again, that will probably interest a lot of um, the Swiss audience, the Swiss-Canadian audience, um, to learn about um, social enterprise and how she has launched her chocolate companies. And she, she has hired a lot of people with disabilities um, and she's uh, committed to social and enterprise so those are some of the highlights we'll also have a a local musician we will have an ethicist who works in the field of ethics and design and again this will be very relevant to the challenges of not only our communities but really like globally we're facing about designing um, product online product Uh, how do we design it in a in an ethical way and a lot of us have been watching the those Netflix um, show lately about the 
the challenges of designing something that is also yeah ethical. So those will be um, yeah the I think some some good highlights of the of the next TEDx event. Thank you for sharing. I'm looking forward to it. And um, now let's take a little look ahead. Um, you're an entrepreneur. You're an innovator. Do you have already some plans for 2021? Yeah, I think every entrepreneur uh, or innovator will have plans that are for the short term, mid term, long term, but while be open to um, to what comes up, right? So our company, we celebrated, um, our company celebrated three years this September and we are growing steadily every year. It's it's pretty good. We wish we were exponentially, you know, like the COVID cases, but not every business is exponential, but I think it's good. We're in a good place. And we had a, a big strategy meeting um, in September to plan the next three to five years. So we've put this in place. Um, and another things that came up to this to kind of anticipate not only 2021, but the, the years after, we decided to create an event that would be in the end of November and to invite our entire ecosystem so that it's not just the employees or people in the company, but it's also our clients. It's also people we've been um, in contact with, people we would like to work with, people we'd like to co-create or co-design project with. And we'll, uh, we'll have a, an event like this to, to, to prepare this so that it's not just, uh, so we see ourselves as a company, but it's not just the company of, of um, board members or the, or the partners of the company, but it's the, of the entire ecosystem. So I think that's what, um, yeah, that's how we see the, the near future. And, and um, yeah, we've planned uh, 2021 also with uh, some of our clients that have, um, they have also asked sometimes for four or five year plans. So I think it's, I think it's good. You're also a member of the board of the Swiss Canadian Chamber of Commerce. Um, you have been rather new. I think you have been appointed this year. Is there anything in the pipeline for next year for the chamber that you would like to mention to our audience as well? So I've been, uh, yeah, actually I've been two years in the, in the Chamber of Commerce. And we also had a strategy meeting in the end of September um, at the, the House of Switzerland. Like, I, I wonder if I can call it the House of Switzerland here in Vancouver at the Consulate House. And it was a, a good place for us, for all the board member and the advisor to to brainstorm and to come together and to see what, what we want to do in the future. There's few points we will reinforce. We are still quite good with the events, so we will bring keep going with those events for our members and for the community. And then something that we want to reinforce, reinforce is maybe um, have some program, uh, mentorship and coaching program for either businesses that want to come here in, in Vancouver or young entrepreneurs that want to establish a, a business or something here in Vancouver. So that's kind of the, maybe the novelty of uh, what the chamber is, is thinking about. And one final question, besides family and friends, what do you miss the most from Switzerland? I probably think, I probably say food. I miss some food, right? Um, the, I mean, the traditional Swiss food, raclette or fondue, those are the, the two big ones. Uh, we can have it here once in a while, but it's not as popular, of course. So I think that's a, that's a one that I missed, food and, and probably wine too. Some good Petit Arvin from Valis would be always a good one to have. And then something else that I miss, maybe this is not necessarily food or food related, it's just walkable neighborhoods. 
so just you know i've been living in um in zurich who's like the big city of switzerland but it's so easy to navigate zurich same in uh where, where i grew up you can walk everywhere and here it's a, a little bit of the of the challenge those are just the, the few things i miss Great. Thank you, Johan. Thank you for joining us on this podcast and best of luck for your event in November. Well, thank you for having me, Nina. And yeah, we're looking forward to have you at the event too.